first episode in the new year. Hello, everybody. I know it's been a while, but I am one of the at least one of the promises. Let's talk about smart goals. Yeah, it's February. You can still make that fitness goal. Yeah, we got, yeah, 11 more months to go. That's right. Let's talk about how to create some smart goals for 2022. And I'll review some of mine from last year. Let's see how well I did. Facts, fans, rants with Stephen D. Mosley. Friends, stay tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Facts, Pains, and Rants. Yes, I'm sorry for ghosting you, but I am back. Yeah, I'm back. Well, I want to talk about setting some smart goals. And I want to review. In 2020, going into 21, I had a smart goal. I, I remember my wife. Yeah, she's so beautiful and so nice and so loving. Yeah, that same woman who told me that if I didn't get this stuff, this crap, out of this house or get into this memory book by the end of 2021... Going into 22, it's garbage. It's gone. It, I'd be fired. Or 2020, 2019, 2020 into 21, right? And so into last year, in 21. And I had like a couple of days to do it. If you don't remember or you're a new listener, go back a year ago and listen to my Smart uh, smart Goals podcast. <laughs> because Trina told me, if you don't get this done, I'm throwing all this crap in the trash. Okay, maybe she can use the word crap. But she did say she's throwing it in the trash. Well, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. I got it done with two or three days to spare. How many of you are like me? You're, you are procrastinators. You wait to the last possible second to get things done. Show of hands? Yeah. You know, I like to call it planners. Specific, in-depth planners. Yeah, I have like every moment of my life planned out. And you know what? I have planned for the last possible minute to get this task done. I've always been that way. It's driven my mom upset, drive her mad, and I think it's doing the same thing to my beautiful wife. And you know what? Okay, maybe you're not exactly like me, or maybe, you know, uh, strategic planning is actually procrastinating. Yes, here's how you break the habit. You say, Stephen, how in the world do you break the habit of procrastination? Because what really happens? You don't get it done, or it doesn't get done well. I will say my memory book does look well. Actually, I'll take some pictures. I have taken pictures. I'll take pictures. I'll put them on our Facts, Pains, and Rants Facebook page if you're interested. And maybe you could put some pictures of those last-minute projects of the things you were excited that you got done in 2021. Or maybe you're going to take a picture of a half-done project that you're like, dude, I'm getting done in 2022. In any event, I want to share with you uh, smart goals, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, time-sensitive goals you can do in 2022, even from February on, to have a brand new you, right? But also to grow in your relationship with God and others, those around you. When we come back from Facts of the Day, I want to share with you uh, six or seven areas. But I'm also going to focus in on one of the biggest areas that you've probably felt in the last two years, your finances. Yeah, I know we're going to talk money. But friends, trust me, you're not going to miss this one. Don't go away. Today's fact of the day comes to you from a CNBC article at CNBC.com. It says, the titled article, 56% of Americans can't cover a $1,000 emergency expense with savings. The article goes on to say, with some good news, barriers to saving. To be sure, the 44% of Americans who could cover an $1,000 emergency expense from their savings is the highest percentage in eight years, according to Bankrate. Now, 
The facts, opinions, and rants that you hear here are totally mine and do not necessarily reflect the views of people at CNBC. So if you like the article or you want to read more about it, please send them positive feedback, any hate mail to me. And now, well, let's get back to the podcast. And we are back. Well, let me start off with 1 Timothy 6.6 because this verse would really change your mindset about debt and about um, purchasing. It really changed your mindset about everything when it comes to the topic we're talking about today, which is finances. Godliness with contentment is great gain. My friends, if you memorize scripture, which I hope you do, memorize this one. I want to talk to you about the SMART goal. And we've In our family, we've had a SMART goal of finances. We actually have a, a, a long-term goal when it comes to finances. So each year we make a new goal when it comes to this area. And let me tell you, if you are married, your finances need to be together and you need to make this, these goals together. You can only win as a team together. There's no, there's no single way of winning with money when you're married. If you're single, there's a great way to prepare for marriage is win with money today. So I recommended last year uh, the book, The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. This year, let me pull in my book bag here. That's the book bag noise you hear. Um, I got a book for my birthday, and I'm excited about it because it's another book by Dave Ramsey, and he makes money really simple. And I'm a Bible major, so truth tell me <laughs> to tell you, I needed it to be simple. It is called Baby Step Millionaire How Ordinary People Build Extraordinary Wealth, and how you can too. If you're interested in how to become a millionaire, he talks about that in this book. And he goes over briefly the the, uh, the baby steps that he does in his philosophy of, of financial health. And, um, you know, I recommend it. I am I just started it, but I am recommending it uh, only because I really recommend a lot of his things. They have helped me in my life personally. But one of the cool things is this organization, uh, the Ramsey Group, did a study, the largest study on millionaires to figure out how in the world did these millionaires get their money and how long does it take the average person to do so after being debt-free? And according to one of the stats I read in the book already, 20 years. So I'm edging so close to the age of 40. I hope to be around till 70. So I'm in the perfect spot to be saving to become an everyday millionaire. Some of you who are listening to this podcast, you are too. But in any event, I want to talk to you about what are some of the things you can do to get debt-free. Well, you may say, Stephen, why would I want to do that? So let me tell you three things I've learned about money in this journey, in my Dave Ramsey journey. So I've been in the Dave Ramsey journey for, let's see, hmm, seriously on for, I'd say, let's see, 2018, 2019, 20, 21, 22. So for the last four years, four to five years. And there's three things I've learned about it. And so it kind of like the three lies the world tells you to get you stuck in a cycle of debt. First off, the Bible teaches us that debt is not our friend. It actually says the borrower is slave to the lender. So what does that mean? It means that you're someone else's slave when you owe the money. Yeah, I mean, we all know that. You ever get a bill in the mail? Yeah, I owe money. It's not good. You got to pay it. Well, when we get into debt, it's like that as well. And so in the Ramsey method, when it comes to a smart goal, and the smart goal I would tell you is make specific goals and the baby steps help you do it. So um, the first goal kind of connects to what we just heard about in the fact of the day. Save $1,000 for emergency fund. Which goes to the second thing I learned in my Dave Ramsey uh, money life tour. I've learned three things when it comes to money. I want to save it for the second one. I want to come back and talk about that. 
But the emergency fund is so important. So if you say, Stephen, if I'm going to make a smart goal this year when it comes to money, which is a specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, timely goal, what would you say? Well, I would say first start off with just $1,000 savings. So when that emergency comes, you're ready. The second thing would be, number two, is to pay off your debt. Put it down from smallest to biggest and then start paying it off. You'll The greatest thing with this, if you have a budget, you'll be able to see, hey, I used to pay 100 or 200 or $300 or $400 a month on these loans. And when I paid this one off, it went down to $350. When I paid this one off, it went down to here. And basically, you'll get to the point where it's like the money you used to throw at your loans, you now have in your pocket. And one of the jokes of my home is every time my wife comes in like, hey, let's spend, I, 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 we don't need to spend money. Where's money belong? I go like this. I pat on my side. She goes, I know, your pocket. <laughs> I have a friend who jokes all the time. She goes, why would you get money? Why would you put it there? I was like, it's a safe spot there. <laughs> I want to keep as much of the money I can, invest it where I need to. I don't want to spend it. And you and I, trust me, you do not want to spend your life earning money to give it to debtors. You just don't want that. So then that's uh, baby step two. Baby step three is to save, and this one's a tough one, three to six months worth of living expenses. 3B, that's where I'm at now, save for that house. And then he goes on to talk about more goals you can have. So I want to talk to you about financial goals, and really I want to talk to you about three things from them, the three things I learned as I'm going through this journey. You know, it's very interesting because it's, it's a sanctifying process. It really is. It really changes everything about you. But as First Thessalonians, I believe it's 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 3, that talks about God's will for our lives is sanctification, right? When it comes to this issue, got to remember, God has given you and I talents. God has given us resources. All this money is God's anyway, right? So some of us have been blessed with a lot. Some of us have been blessed with a little. We've all been blessed with something. And so I want to encourage you, three things I've learned about money I want to encourage you with. Number one, the world will tell you three lies. I want to hit all those lies and then give you the truth. And they are circular lies. So if you fall into one, you usually fall into the second one. And then you fall into the third one, which leads you back to the first one. So the first one is this. Debt is good. According to the world, debt is good and is useful and needed to build wealth. Lie number two is this, YOLO, you only live once, right? So you only live once, so you might as well spend big today. And then number three is discouragement. Even when I feel like I'm doing the right stuff, I'll never get ahead. I'll never get ahead. So I might as well do risky and bad things with money today. So usually it means spending or or putting a lot of money down on something you don't ever think you can afford on these big ticket items. Let me tell you about one of my big ticket items we we did. Um, so way back when we first moved to Northern Virginia, we went on a, we, we were at the mall. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you really think about it, it was a danger zone. I should have been at that mall. Where should I have been? Money in pocket, right at home. But anyway, we're at the mall and they're at one of those kiosks. They're like, hey, do you want a free vacation? First off, red flag. There is nothing in life that's free. You will pay for it later. And man, did I pay for this free vacation with about a $9,000 tab. So I get this free vacation, but the, the catch is this. You go on this free vacation, and then you have to sit through a presentation about timeshares. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I know, you're probably like, Steven, what are you doing? 
well, I heard this great presentation about having vacations for the rest of my life. And I thought to myself, man, I deserve vacations. I need vacations. But when they flipped out that price tag, I was like, I can't afford that. And they're like, oh, yes, you can. Today, just for you. If you sign up today, we will give this vacation to you. And all you would have to pay is two to three hundred bucks a month. Everything else taken care of, which is a lie because your maintenance fee will cost you um, down the road. And if you have some questions about that, please email me at Mr. Stephen D. Mosley. Actually, it's Mr. Stephen Mosley at gmail.com. And I can talk to you more about that. But the idea was this. I knew I was in debt. But I wanted to live once every year. I wanted to have vacations. I thought to myself, you know, if I can't give my family the big, big house with lots and lots of yard, I should be able to give my family yearly vacations. We deserve it, right? We deserve it. And then it led to discouragement because I thought to myself, I'm never going to be able to afford what I really want out of this life. Some of you may be there, so you jumped into, what is the first one? Debt. <laughs> so debt leads to risky decision-making, YOLO. YOLO leads to discouragement because you can't afford the risky decisions you just made. And then discouragement leads you back into more debt. It's a never-ending cycle that the world pushes on us, and it's not needed. There are other things you can do. And the first thing you can do is make a decision today. I'm going to get on a budget. I'm going to save $1,000 so when that emergency comes, I can be ready so if you know, COVID comes again or never leaves. You could be ready. And then I'm going to start chipping away at debt. And you know what will happen when you do that? You'll realize that debt is not good. It doesn't build things. But actually, when you get free of debt, it's like a monkey coming off your back. That's how my wife described it when we got debt free. Also, you'll see there's a lot more money in your pocket. In your pocket. As you see, I'm really passionate about this topic. Number two. What you also see is that, yeah, you only live once is a lie. You, you, you and I are meant to live for eternity. I'm only going to live here one time, but I'm going to live forever in eternity. And God is going to give me beyond my wildest dreams in eternity. Learn to hold off. Delayed gratification is a good thing. Because as you save and as you do these things, God will put in you a desire to work He will put in you creativity to be able to find how to use your resources to the best ability. And what does it say in the parable of the talents, right? Matthew 25. Matthew 25. Go look it up. Matthew 25. What happens in the parable of the talents? Well, it tells you that the person who God blesses with more, when they're faithful with what God's given them, he gives them more talents. So the person had 10 talents, one had five, one had one. And the guy who had one, what did he do? He buried it in the ground. And when God came back and said, you wicked servant, Why didn't you at least invest this talent? I'm taking this away from you and giving it to the guy who had 10. Because he who is faithful with you will be faithful with many. My friends, God is using money to test your faithfulness to him. See, everything in life relates back to God. Everything in life relates back to Jesus Christ. Jesus himself is loaning you his money. You are a steward, which means you're a manager of his. So, Basically, have a mindset that, one, I'm going to be content with whatever God gives me. Two, that the money I have is actually a gift from the Lord. I am managing God's money. And number three, God is watching how we're managing it. And he will reward us diligently for managing it appropriately. So I want to say that's definitely happened in my life. As we've been financially managing God's money, he's blessed us in many different ways. So many funny stories I would love to tell you offline about how God has really blessed us 
But one of the things I learned through this, the, the never-ending cycle of the world is don't fall for the lie that debt is a wealth-building tool. No, no, no. Scripture is clear. You become a slave to the lender. Secondly, don't fall into a lie that you only live once. No, you, my friend, you're going to live for all eternity. This life is just a vapor. And number three, don't get discouraged if you can't afford big things. It's okay. First Timothy, right? Be content with what you have. Godliness with contentment is great gain. What you'll find is God will provide like he promised you. Scripture says that he will provide for all of our needs. Ask and it'll be given to you. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be opened. That passage in Matthew talks about God providing for all of our needs in Christ Jesus. God will never leave you or forsake you. These are the truths you must speak over yourself. These are the truths I speak over myself. Because there's times when I get discouraged. There's times when I'm like, man, I wish I could afford that house. Or man, I wish I could afford that whatever it is. And I'm reminded the Lord has never forsaken me. Be content. God will take care of you. But whatever you do, don't go back in debt. Don't fall to life if you only live once. You're meant to live for eternity. For God so loved the world that whoever believed in him should not perish but have eternal life. John 3.16 Friends, let me pray for you. God, thank you so much for my friends. Thank you so much for this time. I ask that you bless them in 2022 with this smart goal to get financial freedom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me on Facts, Pains, or Rants with Stephen D. Mosley. And as always, I want to say thanks and please share this with your friends, families, frenemies, and all within your social media community, either on anchor.fm, on Spotify, or on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere where you get your podcasts. As always, well, next week, let me ask you this. Let me give you the opportunity to ask me questions. So next week will be a mailbag, mailbag Monday or Tuesday. Uh, please go to Facts, Opinions, and Rants Facebook page and put in your questions or just email it directly to me at mrstephenmosley at gmail.com. What's well, always, friends, fact over fiction, faith over party, faith over everything. Look forward to seeing you next week. <laughs>